Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we disagree. I'm Samantha. And I'm Mia. And this is You Rom-Complete Me. Break out the razzles, people. We're doing 13 going on 30. Woo! The 2004 (laughs) film starring Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo. Why didn't we do this as our 30th episode? Because we're idiots. Because we're idiots. Oh, God. No. Why? What number is it? Why did you have to ask me that when I didn't have the answer? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's episode 34. Yeah, I feel that that feels right. I it's stare wrong. at the list so much that I I just feel like I intrinsically know it or I don't know it. We'll say 34. If we're I will wrong, say 34 as we're no, talking. No skin off my back if we're wrong. Literally off your back or your nose? Oh, I don't know the, the I think idiom. it's off your Does nose. Nose. Hmm. Um, actually, we're liars. This is episode 35. 35. Shit. 35. How 35, 35 episodes. Thriving five. Jesus. But we should dive in. Okay, do we want to give them a brief breakdown of what the movie is? Yeah. So imagine, if you will, you're a 13-year-old girl. Your name is Jennifer Garner. <laughs> That's not her name. Your her name, name is, is Jenna Rink. Rink. And you live your 13-year-old life with your best friend, Matt, played by Mark Ruffalo, and you're living your life. And then all of a sudden, So he's after, not played by Mark Ruffalo at that Well, point. the young one isn't, but the older man is. All of a sudden, after a disastrous 13th birthday party closet situation, you wake up and you are 30 years old. And you are shook. <laughs> and you have to deal with the fallout of how your life has gone and fix it, make it better, make it worse. Who's to say? And then you... Bring in your previously mentioned best friend, Matt, played by Mark Ruffalo now at this point in the movie. And he helps you even though you haven't spoken in a long time. Since high school. Since high school. And do you fall in love with him? I mean, who wouldn't? It's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, it's true. I'm in love with Mark E.R. Mm-hmm. I just can't help myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. That's the movie. That's the, the only The only thing that is beyond suspension of belief is the fact that a 13-year-old wishes she was 30. What 13-year-old wishes she was 30? I think it was just because of the Poise magazine that she was reading when she was 13. It said 30 flirty and thriving, making 30 sound really fun and exciting when it is I'm also curious about whether (laughs) Poise magazine is, it must be for adults, right? It's not for kids. So she was a kid reading reading an adult magazine. Yeah, it was like if you read Cosmo. Yeah, I guess so. As a 13-year-old, which I did... I, yeah. Well, we read no, like I, I read like Cosmo Girl, mm. so indubitably, I think it's there. Okay, sure. I'm. I'm she I believes love, it. I believe it for for okay. Jenna Rank. All right, why not? So let's get into those questions. The very first <sighs> one. Woo! We got a solid answer on this. Is it a rom com? <laughs> no. No. Sorry, folks. Tuck in. We're going to talk about it for the next 30 minutes anyway. (laughs) We decided that this movie was similar to movies like Baby Boom and Charade, where it had rom-com elements infused in it, but it really was more a comedy drama film Mm -hmm. about a 13-year-old finding out she's 30. Yes. And then something that you said while we were watching made me think about this, because Mm. you said, I would love to see this movie from his perspective. Like, what is he thinking? And then at the end, when we were talking about... Is it a rom-com? What makes it a rom-com or not? I think if you took the movie and shifted it and made it into his perspective, 100% a rom-com. Yeah. Uh, And we also talked about how this movie is kind of like Bake. It's a female Bake. 
Um, yeah. A little less creepy. A lady thank big. God. Yeah. Uh, I put that down in the did it age oh, well sorry. section because it aged much better than big. Yes, it did. Big I, is creepy and weird. Yeah. I did you rewatch it as an adult. I, n- I never saw it as a child. I only saw it as an adult, and I was kind of disturbed by it. It's one of my friend's favorite movies, but oh. I was like, ooh. Does your friend listen to the pod? No, she doesn't. Okay, good. So it's okay. <laughs> We're fine. Great. Uh, but It would be funny there, if you got a text after this episode comes out, and she's like, I do listen. No. I hate If you. anything, is her life. roommate does listen to the pod, so her roommate could say something, mm. but Meg's not going to do that to All me. Right. She's not going to throw me under the bus. Though I do have to say, when I was looking at notes for, like, trivia for this movie, the very first scene in when Jenna, like, wakes up and looks in the mirror after yes. she's woken up in 30, it's like a direct homage to Big for the scene when he wakes oh. up and looks in the mirror and realizes that he's a grown-up and not a child. Oh, so that I was seen a... Big in a million years, so yeah. I would not have caught that. I think Thanks, you're okay. internet trivia. Not it again okay. for another million years. Um, cool. Should we do body swap movies 2020? Are there enough of those? I mean, we'd be doing a lot of remakes. Big. Freaky Friday Freaky over Friday. and over again. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Oh, what about 13 again? The opposite of this movie. I never watched that. That's the oh, Zac Efron Zac one. Efron. Yeah. And Matt Perry's in that. Oh, my God. Matt Perry. A spoiler for next week. <laughs> anyway. Cool. We'll get into that in 2020. If you're here for body swap comedies, email us at youromcompletely at gmail.com. Perfect. <laughs> How about that meet cute? I thought it was meet cute. So we're talking about the meet cute when they're adults, and yes. she's freaked the heck out that she is a grown up, and she wants to find out where Maddie F is, yeah. and she hunts him down to his Greenwich apartment and shows up at his door. And yes, is, Greenwich and Village, not sorry. Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> sorry, I didn't clarify there. It was cute because someone says he's in the village, and she goes, "Which village?" <laughs> Because she's 13 and she's from New Jersey and she doesn't know anything about New York, New York. This is our first New Jersey film. Our first film that takes part, place partially in New Jersey. It ends in New Jersey, kind of. Yeah, bookends. <laughs> begins. Begins and ends in New Jersey. B.O.B. and F.O.B., baby. Wah, 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 wah. Sure. Front of the book and back of the book. Oh, is that what those Yeah, I, I found that out when I was... No, 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 no. It's, yeah. It's a quote from the film. From the film. So, yeah, so she shows up at his apartment. He buzzes her up. Because he, he thinks that she's the Chinese food delivery takeout. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, Maddie, you have to help me. I was 13 yesterday. I need a fluffy pillow and I need some water. I need a fluffy pillow. And he does all of the things for her, even though she seems like an insane person. And even though she kind of ditched him since they were 13 yeah. years old. And he brings her back to her apartment and takes her inside. It's very kind of, of him. Yeah, it's very kind. And then there's this routine they do as kids mm-hmm. where when they say goodbye <laughs> to each other because they grew up as next door neighbors... Uh, mm-hmm. She would say, uh, Arrivederci. And he goes, Au revoir. And they would say it really badly. Yes, that's why I didn't put any sort of Thank accent you. on it. I appreciate that. Au revoir. Au revoir. Yep, there it is. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Yep. Italian and French baby. Womp, womp, womp. Which is cute. Uh, another question for you, an easy one. Does this movie fly in real life? No, it's a fantasy. It's a <laughs> fantasy comedy romance where she, like, body swaps. The most unbelievable part is easily the body swap, but also that print magazines were popular. Well, I guess that was 2004. <laughs> it was a different time. Some it of the outfits a were a little bit... Yeah, this movie's not going to happen to just a regular, a regular old person. You have to have magic wishing dust and, you know, 
homemade dollhouses. 30 flirty and thriving as your mantra. And then you could potentially live this life. Yeah. But don't make that your mantra, really. If you're 13 years old and listening to this podcast, first of all, (laughs) who's letting you listen to this podcast? Some of my friends listen. My friends being my people. I don't think they listen. I think they just liked the Instagram Mm. because they're kind souls. I'm into that. Uh, And those likes. (laughs) <laughs> That's fine. I'm into it. Uh, did it age well? So it's from 2004. Like I said, print magazines, I can't believe they still exist in, or were thriving in 2004. Mm-hmm. I guess they were trying to go through a redesign. But it seemed like their competitors were doing well. And all these popular magazines today are shuttering their doors. Yep. Seventeen Magazine. Gone, but not forgotten. Never. R.I.P. Um, the soundtrack is great. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's Rick Springfield, 80s baby. Music, so it feels dated, but also on purpose, which was a good trick for them to do. Yes, definitely. Well, because it starts in the eighties. Jenna's birthday, by the way, is May twenty sixth, nineteen seventy four. Nineteen seventy four. Yeah, that's what oh, it said yeah. on the IMDb. Right. Okay, that makes sense because it's nineteen eighty seven. Eighty seven. Because that was you said the year before you were born. Two, Two years, years before, before I was you were born. born. Yeah. Anywho, the uh, one thing that we were discussing afterwards was they do a big dance number. They so do. Fun. She brings back Thriller and it sets the whole room on fire. The boring party suddenly becomes exciting because people are psyched about the nostalgic factor of yeah. Michael Jackson in a time before. He was canceled. Sh- yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and we were discussing what the big dance would be be at a party if we were to do this. I'm pretty sure. years from our 13th It's the birthday. Macarena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cha-Cha Slide was a consideration, but I feel like that came a little bit later. A little bit later. Like in high school. The hey, Macarena. Macarena. She's doing the Macarena, guys. I did it at, we had like a summer reading party a couple months ago, I guess now. Did any of the kids know it? That hurts my soul. Maybe one or two. Oh, that hurts my soul. Mia, did you fall in love while watching this movie? Yes. I was so just tickled by it. I turned into a whole different person after we were done watching it. I was like, this She was really delighted. I just love it so much. And Jennifer Garner. And every time Jennifer Garner does anything in this movie, I laugh. (laughs) Because it's perfect. really funny. And a lot of it was improv that she did, actually, I found out. She's so great. Mark Ruffalo, what a handsome. I know. He looks so. Little baby boy. He looks so (laughs) young and so small. It's like before he was. Like, like sultry for Hulk. a Hulk? Yeah. Oh, God. I have a question for you. Are you're you rethinking gonna, your life now? You're not going to ask me if I fell in love with this movie? Oh, well, you were saying positive things about Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I know. I'm teasing. So I I'm thought teasing. maybe that was your answer. Yeah, no. I, I love their fun in this movie. They're great. Yeah. I buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. You were asking me yes. if I was rethinking my life now. Yes. Uh, no. Okay. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Are you rethinking your life? I mean, I did think about potentially getting some razzles and and uh, going to a wedding and stopping it from happening. My childhood mm. version of Matt, mm. but I won't. I haven't seen him in a long time. I mean, we could just have razzles on the pod, I guess. We do have razzles <gasps> on the pod. What? There's yeah, razzles? CBS sells razzles, people. Oh my gosh! Do you want to do this now? Yeah, sure. Okay. A little break. I'm trying to get them open. Oh, no. I was trying to do ASMR and getting them open. Wow, this packaging is tough to get open. You keep talking while I I also learned uh, when I was researching stuff for this movie, you could use your keys. Okay, never mind. Bye. 
we learned that the Razzles package for the movie was incorrect. Because it's a different the the Razzles cover the Razzles package for the 1980s. That was scissors cutting open a Razzle package. In the 1980s, the packaging was white and not blue, and so there was the blue packaging in the flashback scene. Similarly, the Diet Coke in the flashback scene. They were using the 2003 version of the Diet Coke can and not the 1980s. That's messed up. So you've never, you don't have fond associations with I have no with memories of Razzles. We used to get Razzles from the ice cream man, me and my childhood friend. That was a lot of Razzles. You're not going to want to eat that many. Um, for those of you listening at home who've never heard of Razzles or seen this movie, Razzles are interesting. So first they're candy and then they're gum. So you put them in your mouth and you start chewing them and they are chalk and gross. And then they turn into Should gum. I put different colors in my mouth I don't know. Once? I'm going to do a yellow and a red. So, confusing texture. I hate this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'll take the rest of them from your hand, then. How did they become gum? Keep chewing them. <laughs> How did they chew this in the movie and not be grossed out? Oh. It's so weird. Where are they made? Um... Oh, oh, what does it say? Chicago. Okay. And then it's gum. Oh, wow. Suddenly. It was very strange. <laughs> and then it's going to lose its gum flavor immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I see your tongue? It's still pink. Damn. It's not razzle red. I was hoping it was going to be razzle red. Wow. This is an experience like none other. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I'm happy to do this. I went to not one, but two CVSs last night to find these because I needed them. Your tongue is just yellow a little bit. I'm, but not like. Yeah. All right. As I'm chewing it now, I don't hate it as much as well, I originally thought. Once it turns thought. into gum, it's fine. But that original, that mm-hmm. like first real crunch, it's mm-hmm. a tough crunch. I do feel like we should spit out the gum so we're not just like. Yep. Chewing for the whole pack class? Yeah. I'm just going to th- throw it in your coffee cup lid. Okay. <laughs> Here's mine. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. All right. Woo. A success. A fun activity for this week's podcast episode. Yeah. So uh, Where were we? <laughs> we were talking about if we were thinking our life. Mm-hmm. You said you might crash your childhood best friend's wedding. Yeah. Um, we were like, hey. I don't I know where my razzles. childhood best friend now is. I referenced him in the last episode. Mm-hmm. I think I'm invited to that wedding, so it wouldn't oh, be even sweet. hard. I wouldn't even have to crash it. I would just show up. Do you think I should get a dress made that's just the Razzles packaging on the outside? It just looks like a Razzle package. Were Razzles really that important to you guys? No, I just, I like it because we ate them all the time. And then when I saw this movie, I was like, shook. this is going to be the thing that brings us together in the future. Mm, I see, I see, I see. <sighs> How about for a wedding gift, you just anonymously send like a 24-pack <laughs> of Razzles, like no, no, yeah. no anything, and then just see if he reaches out to you. Okay. Like we'll try it. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> All right. Do we have any favorite quotes? Oh, wow. Do I have some favorite quotes for us? I put Samantha on this task. I do. I've got a, I've got a couple of favorite quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in one of the earlier scenes, uh, young Jenna, like her parents come into her room on her 13th birthday, and they're filming her, and mm-hmm. she's like, stop, stop, stop. And her mom's like wiping her makeup off her face because she put too much on, and and Jenna goes, I don't want to be beautiful in my own way. I want to look like these people. And, like, points to the people in mm-hmm. Poise magazine. And her mom goes, oh, honey, those aren't people. Those are models. <laughs> those are models. <laughs> Which I liked. And then 
there's a scene in, uh, you know, very shortly after she becomes a 30-year-old and they're at a party for poise mm. and the, like, chief editor for their rival magazine, Sparkle, is there. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Jennifer Garner is a little bit drunk because she's had a couple of pina coladas. Not virgin. Not virgin. <laughs> I have an idea, I swear. And she she tells the woman, you are rude and mean and sloppy and frizzy and I don't like you at all. That's <laughs> Which great. is just really funny. Uh, and then I think the other one that I really liked was, you liked this scene when it happened, is when her... Like all the scenes. I know. When her assistant says, M.M. is on the phone. He needs an answer now. And she goes, plain? Peanut? Plain? And her assistant's like, what the... Because she's thinking she's talking about M&M's, the not candy. about M&M the rapper. Oh, I should have brought some M&M candy with me. I bought oh, them, too, at CVS. That's fine. Inspired by Bon Appetit's Gourmet Makes. Yep. And then the other line I just wrote down was, I want a fluffy pillow. I want a fluffy pillow. Yeah. yeah. Those are my quotes. All right. Great. Thank you for doing that. You bud. are welcome. Thanks for writing down these notes while I was finding these fun, fresh facts We're for you. We're a team. Wow. We are a team. Teamwork, Teamwork makes, makes the dream work. work. Moving on to the <laughs> rom-com beyond. Rom-com beyond. There's just a listicle of, of things. Just us just shouting words Should at we each alternate other. them between? Sure. Shopping. Slumber party. Drinks. Parties. New York, New York. Pretty good. Cool apartments. Good music. Taxis. Childhood homes. Vienna by Billy Joel. New Jersey. Wow. Should we do it like that every week? Just the essence of the rom-com beyonds? Yeah. That's what we do when we're, like, trying to talk about it afterwards. I know, but it's kind of funny in the actual pod. Yeah, no, it had a great rom-com ambiance. Yeah. Particularly, you know, her Trains. shopping sprees and her beautiful apartment. Hanging out and with. And 13-year-olds at a slumber party. A slumber party. Got a fun fact about that later. Yeah. It was very early 2000s, like, lady comedy. Cute. Yeah. Cute. They also played... Um, Extraordinary by Liz Fair, which yes. I haven't listened to in years, and it mm-hmm. sort of brought me back to yeah. that time in my life in a very tangible way, and I was shook. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a good song. What a good song. What a good movie. All right. Would so, you watch it again? Mm, yes, I would. A, a leading question when I'm like, <laughs> Mia, would you it watch great? it again? Yeah, I love this movie. It was, it was fun. I had a good time. It's a movie I've watched a million times. And we'll keep watching forever. Great, you own it. I do. Thanks for owning it and letting us watch it. So what do you think happens next to Jenna and Matt? Okay, so these questions become tricky. Mr. and Mrs. Flamhoffer. Because of how this works. So at the end of her time as a 30-year-old, she goes to their childhood home. She crashes his wedding to be like, Maddie, I love you. Like, I just needed to tell you that. And he's like, no, I'm choosing... What's her face? Wendy. You can't. You can't always wife. do do-overs. Like you, life changes. Like you can have. You can't have a perfect life, but pretty good is is close enough, which oh, cuts you right to the core. Um, she says she loves him, and he says, "Jenna, I've always loved you." I know, and so he gives her the dollhouse that he makes for her, the Barbie, the Jenna Dream home. Mm-hmm. And she goes to her house, which is right next door, and the wind whips the magical wishing powder up, and then she wishes herself back to being thirteen. So then the movie cuts back to where it left off yes. at the beginning. And instead of yelling at Matt and making him leave and, like, going and becoming a terrible person, mm-hmm. she tackles him to the ground and kisses him, which is adorable. Yeah. With his consent, he's into it. <laughs> and then she throws a cup of juice punch on her villainous best friend from the future and, mm-hmm. like, rips up this report and, like, 
changes the whole trajectory of her life so that then they become the people who are getting married. Yeah. So, if with that in mind, I think they do stay together because from then, from high school on, then they have been together and lived their lives and been dating and in love. And, like, if you're then 30 years old getting married after being high school sweethearts. years together. I feel like that's solid. They're solid. If the movie had ended with him being like, oh, yeah, I will give up Wendy and then, like, go with you. Maybe that would have worked out. Based on not knowing you at all as a person. Yeah. And you're, like, still a 13-year-old trapped in a 30-year-old body. I feel like I would question that. But I like that they went back and, like, redid the whole thing. Yeah. And I really liked that scene where, you know, she – I guess, oh, interesting. Mm. So a polar opposite to the scene in My Best Friend's Wedding when Julia Roberts confesses her love for Dermot Mulroney Mm. and, like, sort of is trying to, like, force herself sort of into the situation. Like, she chases after him and she just just can't get it. She can't get over it. But Jennifer Garner is like, yeah, no, that's fair. And she's 13. If you think about it that way. Yeah. 13 year old knowing much more. Stupid. Julia Roberts and stupid My Best Friend's Wedding. It's okay. Sorry, My Best the Friend Wedding. The only fans. thing that fans. I don't know if I buy that happened in the movie is that at, at the very end, mm-hmm. they move into the Jenna Dream house, a bright pink house, <laughs> yeah, which that's just weird. seems <laughs> absurd to me. No one wants the Pepto-Bismol pink house. No thank you. No thank you. But I'm excited for them. I think they're solid. Sure. They're going to have some sort of cute child. I'm into it. Shall we? Yes. Shall we go into, yes. into the trope land? Let's go into trope land. Talking tropes. Okay. Cool. There's a grand gesture. Hell yeah, there's a grand gesture. Hell yeah. She comes to crash a wedding, baby. And they both give very elaborate, like, I love you speeches. Yeah. And she changes her life Around. when she goes back to yeah. the past. That's true. The grandest gesture of all. Changing yeah. everything you are as a person. Yeah. Good for her. There's a grave misunderstanding for comedy. Yeah, she's 13, trapped in a 30-year-old's body. Yeah, and no one, no one quite believes that. Yeah. Or understands that, and she even herself sort of just gives up trying to convince people of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's confusing and yep. definitely played up for yucks. Yep. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Totally. <laughs> it's magic. Yes, it's literally magic. It's fully magic. He gives her <laughs> magic dust for her birthday with the dream house and mm-hmm. like pours it down and the magic dust is what makes her become 30 flirty and thriving. The most magic since like enchanted. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah, I mean in the IMDb like, you know, genre headings it says fantasy, so it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. Sure. They've been here all along. Yeah, I mean she- Clearly, we see young Matt is in love with Jenna. Yes. And But young Jenna just doesn't know what she's got. Yeah. Well, because she's like, what, an eighth grader? I think going they're in high school. Are they going to? I didn't know if, because don't you turn, because, oh, yeah, I guess. Well, well, her birthday's in May. Yeah. Because you turn, you basically turn 16 when you're a sophomore in, in high school. So you're like 15, oh, 16. They are in middle school. I think they're in middle school. Yeah. Because then she would be 15, 14 as a freshman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Late, yeah. late middle school. Late middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mistaken identity? Um, I will want, I just want to say one more thing about they've been here all along. Uh-huh. I think she really pulls one over on the whole world. If you went ahead and, if you got to go ahead in time and see what your middle school best friend 
looked like as a 30-year-old, mm-hmm. and he turned into Mark fucking Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah, of course you're going to go back and be in love with, like, That's fair. your, your Quite dorky fair. best friend who loves the talking heads. Yeah, get and you know what he turns in into? on that. Hell yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Good for Damn. her. <laughs> Damn. So mistaken identity. We'll go back to that one. Yeah. They think right? that. They think that she's herself. And she's not. they don't know that she's They're not. They're like, Jenna's so weird lately. It's like, <laughs> bitch, she's a 13-year-old. She's 13. Just listen to her. Makeover? Kind of. She changes her attitude around. Yeah. They um talked about when they sort of set up the movie about how she sort of has like an arc of like self-awareness and then like changing herself and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Self-discovery and then, yeah. you know, yeah. redemption. There's there's a soft montage. Of, yes, to Liz Fair. Yes. Of, of them doing photo a photo shoot, shoot for her magazine. Yeah, but she hires Mark Ruffalo for because he yeah. is a photographer. Yeah. Backstabbing BFF. It's not so quirky, but it is Judy Greer. I know, who usually would play the quirky BFF, yeah. but this time, evil BFF. I love Judy Greer. She was delightful in this film. She was great. I loved her. Tom Tom. <laughs> I want to know how she got that nickname. Her real name is Lucy. Right. But they call her Tom Tom, which is very confusing. Interesting. So the next two, I put question marks and yes. exclamation points. Because we discussed to. this when we were. So disposable fiance slash call off the wedding. Now, can these be real if technically after she goes back and redoes her whole life, they don't happen? I don't think they count. (laughs) So you don't think that they count? I don't think they count because it doesn't actually, there is, they don't, well, first of all, they don't, they never call off the wedding Mm -hmm. because he stays with her and you can't really call it calling off in the ending because it's not like they ever were together in the first place, right. Wendy and... Right, okay. So Call Up the Wedding, I'll definitely... Definitely cross that one. Disposable well, fiance, fiance, I, I would... keep that. I would keep that one because she definitely, I think... She's wh- a presence in the movie. Yes, and I think Wendy sort of makes Jenna realize her own feelings for Matt. Yes. And sort of makes her change sort of like her fate. So mm-hmm. I would kind of consider her a disposable fiance because like she represents that role for like the main heroine to sort yeah. of want to overcome and be inspired to yeah. change her life around. I will agree. So we'll take Call of the Wedding off, but we're keeping that disposable fiance in there. Wonderful. And then the last one, the best one, the oh, only God. one, start spreading the news. She put three exclamation marks <laughs> after NYC. To be fair, there's like a lot of really exclamation marks everywhere. <laughs> this movie makes me feel oh feelings in my heart, Samantha. I love this movie. But it's not even like they do, do they do any particularly New York things? Don't they go to the park? They do. And there's taxis, and she <laughs> takes the train to New Jersey. You're right, and the you're village, right. you know, and they're on a swing. <laughs> I know, but they don't like they don't like eat anywhere that's super. They, that's true. She's never eating a bagel. That's true. They're never. In my head, I was like, but what about the hot dogs? And that's in the next movie. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready for some fun facts? I am. We're not going to go to the fireside corner for a chat. Are we going to go to the? Corner? I thought you hated the fireside chat, or have you embraced like to, it now? I just like to embrace the things you love. Mia, crank up that fire. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> Pick up your hot right. cup of tea. Here, I'll crinkle this. Maybe it'll sound like fire. Ooh. We, we need the razzles here every week. <laughs> I have to tell you, I keep thinking about the razzles. I keep seeing them and being like, do I want to try another one yes! at some point? So they've razzles. gotten to me. 
Anyway, here's Only some... 15 calories for two pieces. Wow. So. <laughs> here's some fun facts about 13 going on 30 I thought you would like to know. I would love to know some. One I've already told you, which is yeah. when the cast wasn't sure if things were funny on the set, they would ask Judy Greer, who love they thought Judy was Greer. the funniest person on the set, which I thought was really Everybody sweet. Everybody should read her book. It's great. She has a book? Yeah. It's a memoir about being, like, the, the side character. I used to say a lot of times that I felt like the Judy Greer of my own life. Like, I was in high school and middle school and, like, college. Well, college is kind of where it stopped. But I was, like, the best friend sidekick to people. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I'm the Judy Greer of my own life. Nothing is ever going to happen to me. I'm, like, not the star. And it changed in college. Yeah. I became a, a more confident human That's soul. Good. I'm glad for you. Yep. Happy for you. <laughs> That's the me I know and love. True. So, in the very beginning of the film, the Poise magazine and Sparkle magazine yes. have Jennifer Lopez on the cover. <gasps> Which, at the time of when this movie was shot, Jennifer Lopez was in a very serious relationship with Ben Affleck, who would become Jennifer Garner's future husband. And ex-husband. And ex-husband. Womp, womp, womp. And father of her children. Yeah. Uh, One of her children's names is Serafina, which I just think is a great name. name. But all her children have great names. Yes. Uh, Australia called this movie Suddenly 30, because they thought that... 13 going on 30 might be misleading to the audience, so they wanted to change that around. Maybe it's not, like, an idiom there. Mm. Like, you know, you're like, oh, she's 13 going on 30 for, like, a 13-year-old who acts 30. Yeah, which would be very strange. Maybe they don't have that idiom in Australia. Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, Another fun detail is the Poise article that Jenna reads on her 13th birthday Mm. with the apartment on it is future Jenna's apartment. Oh, such a thought, fun Which fact. looked familiar to me when I saw it, and then so I was like, yes. sneaky. I love that. Another little detail in wardrobe is as Jenna's character softens throughout the movie, her wardrobe gets warmer oh. with colors. And then sort of in the opposite, as Lucy becomes more ruthless, her fashion becomes a lot more stark and intense. And like green and weird. Yeah. I feel that. Weird choices. Weird choices. Also, the slumber party scene in the film mm. with Jennifer Garner and the 13-year-old girls, which, you know, questionable Weird. about parents who would allow that. <laughs> uh-huh. The director didn't want to do that scene. The producer sort of forced it on him. Oh. He thought it took away for the Jenna and Matt romance of the film. So cute. And then later on, when he watched it, like in the DVD extras, he said it was one of the best scenes of the film. It's I don't know really if I would sweet. call it one of the best like scenes of the scene. film. But it was a good one. Uh, some other characters. And she's like, look, I, I have goosebumps. I know. Because she's telling them about their kiss. Oh, they it's do so it. sweet. It just, I think it reminds me of the scene in Princess Diaries 2, The Slumber Party. I don't which I don't. that movie, so. You know I love that movie. <laughs> I How know you dare love that you? movie, but you, I can't stand by that. Okay, well, I can't stand by you anymore, so I'm going to leave the room. Okay. All right, just two more, two more interesting things. Mm. Other actresses who were considered for the role of Jenna were Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. Hilary Swank, mm-hmm. and Renee Zellweger. The only one I could consider would be Renee, but I think no one could deliver it like Jennifer did. Yeah, they did a really, she did a really good job. And one of the reasons they picked her for the role, she was the fir- their first choice, as was Mark Ruffalo, as was Judy Greer okay. um, for the characters. But the producers thought that Jennifer Garner was so funny in her Golden Globes acceptance speech for Sydney huh. Bristow and Alias that they're like, we want her. We, want her we need her for funny. this role. I love that for Which her. I thought was really cool. Okay. And she is very funny, and I wish she was in more comedies. Excellent. What are we watching next week? Next week we're watching Fools Rush In, a 1997 film. Yes. Starring Matthew Perry and Salma Hayek. Yeah. 
Do you want to do the little I the little would thing? be honored to do the little IMDb wow. descriptor. We had no idea what this film was going oh, into it. Nope. Totally mm-hmm. blank. No idea. I had, I had seen one gif of a good quote that he says at the end of the movie, mm. and I had no idea the context, but it was great. And, uh... All right. Read the thing. I'll read Tell the, the people what it's about. After a one-night stand with Alex, played by Matthew Perry, Isabel, played by Salma Hayek, realizes that she is pregnant, and they decide to get married. Ooh. However, along with the marriage comes compromise of one's own cultural traditions. That's it. That's the film. They did a good job. Good for I them. I love it. Yeah. Cool. So, Mia. Yeah. Did 13 Going on 30 rom-com plead you? I'm obsessed with this movie. You I are. love it. I just have such fond memories of seeing it when I was a teenager and just, like, being delighted by it then. And it, I think it holds up my delight. Just like the Razzles held up. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than how the Razzles held up. Yeah, that's fair. Did it rom-com plead you? Uh, it, it, it lightly rom-com pleaded me. Because... I enjoyed myself, but I yeah. don't feel like my rom-com soul was. I mean, it's not a hundred percent <laughs> so, satisfied. Am I right in my belief that it rom-com pleaded me, even if it's not a you're, rom-com? Listen, you're so passionate about it that I believe you can say a rom-com pleaded oh, you. Good, thank you, friend. All right, where can the folks at home find us between now and next week? Now that they're not getting two episodes a week, I gotta... know. Well, soon they will. Soon. <laughs> oh my god um they can find us on instagram or twitter at romcompleteme no you or they could email us at youromcompleteme you at gmail.com. gmail.com although no one has even though we were like we'll give you a prize it's fine <laughs> no emails the people who've already emailed us are the only ones who are going to email us it's fine it's fine and they're the prize <laughs> <laughs> yep our prize so thank you for listening to this week's episode of You Rom Complete Me. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're about to go out and get some razzles as get I'm razzles. about to have more razzles because they are tempting me. Yeah. So much so. And my phone beeped. I'm so sorry. It's fine. It's it was like a fine. ding to, to let us know. The episode's done. You've done a great job. The timer's done. <laughs> We're going to take this episode's cookies out of the oven. We'll see you next <laughs> oh week. God. Bye. Bye. <laughs>